can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito. The Celtics coming off a tough loss, 129-119 to Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Very, very frustrating game. Uh, Very exciting game. Probably one of the more explosive offensive games that we've seen in quite some time. Uh, unfortunately, Celtics end up on the bad half of that, the wrong half, uh, and Damian Lillard went off, per use. Uh, CJ McCollum also torched us, again, per use. Uh, and we also saw Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both go to the locker room with about a minute left in the game. So that part is horrible to see. Hopefully that is not a serious, serious injury. Uh, So fingers crossed there. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game. uh, Run through some of the good, some of the bad. And wrap it up with the standings updates. uh, Seeing where everyone stands here. And I want to give player game. I want to do a split duo tandem here. To both of our rookies, Aaron Neesmith, Peyton Pritchard. All season long, Celtics have struggled hard trying to figure out any sort of rotation with the bench. Trying to find people that can go in and give you points. And tonight, both of the rookies came in and hit everything. Like, super efficient. Aaron Neesmith, 16 points, 4 rebounds. 6 of 7 shooting, 4 of 4 from 3. Peyton Pritchard, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 4 of 6 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. Also got to the line twice. Like, both of these guys tonight were spectacular. And I've said it the last couple games with Neesmith, like I didn't want to get my hopes up because it was only one game, and then it was only two games. But this is three straight games for Neesmith. That he has looked excellent. And Peyton Pritchard has looked excellent too. Like he's been he's been obviously the better of the two all season long. Uh, but tonight, again, both of these guys looked real good. And offensively, this is a we played a good game. The problem came on the defensive end. This is one of the better offensive teams, in my eyes at least. It's tough when you have a have an offense with Damian Lillard, McCollum, and Powell. Like it's just a good team. Nurkic can pass, uh, and then you've just got three point shooters around him. Covington, good three point shooter. Carmelo, good shooter. Uh, so they've got a bunch of guys that can just hit shots. Uh, it stinks that we ended up on the the wrong half of the score here, but. Overall, it's a pretty solid offensive night for the Celtics. Uh, You look up and down the stats here, 29 assists, 119 points. That's a lot of of points. I think overall, the the offense moved pretty well. Uh, Outside of Neesmith and Pritchard, I think, you know, we finally got to see Evan Fournier 
step into a role post-COVID. Uh, the last three, four games for him have been tough, to say the least. Uh, but he was lights out today. 21 points, 8 of 10 from the field, 5 of 7 from 3. Uh, and then shipped in 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Had a couple of unbelievable defensive plays late in the game, too. Uh, and I, I'm still kind of confused as to why this was happening, but Fournier was covering Dame at certain points of that game, actually during a, a good portion of the game. Uh, so overall, I don't know. I mean, Brad seems to put a lot of trust in trust on him defensively. I haven't really seen that part of his game. Uh, I think he's a he's an able defender, but I, re- I I don't think he's a great defender by any means. Uh, but tonight he finally showed Celtics fans what he's capable of, and I've heard I've heard way too many Celtics fans go real dark, real negative, real quick with Evan Fournier, saying that he was the biggest blunder that Danny's ever made. And let me just clear this up: he we got Evan Fournier for two second round picks. I don't care if he really was as bad as he was playing it's two second round picks it's not the worst move of anybody's career like this guy is a legitimate scoring threat and I've been saying this all season long he needs to get his feet under him like the Celtics need the tonight's version of Evan Fournier to do anything in the playoffs none of that's going to be possible if we're not healthy uh, so at this point, we need Kemba back, and we definitely need Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to not be not have a serious injury here. Like this can't be a, a multiple night off situation. Uh, because the standings keep getting tighter and tighter, and we're sliding back a little bit because New York looks like they're about to win tonight. Uh, I believe Atlanta won. Miami is about to win. Not a good night to be a Celtics fan. So we got to make some moves. We've got to we've got to start moving up in the standings. We have to start making taking care of these wins. Uh, at this point, I think I mean Portland's one of the better teams that we have left to play. I mean we've got the Magic on Wednesday, which should not be super difficult. Bulls on Friday, and then we've got the Heat Sunday, and then it goes back to Cleveland. So, like, we've got very winnable games coming up. Uh, But we're going to need our guys to really step up tonight. I think, again, Neesmith Pritchard played outstanding games. Fournier, excellent game. Jason Tatum looked fantastic as well. And I believe he is now the single three-game span point holder for the Celtics. I think he passed Larry Bird and officially has the most points over a three-game span, uh, which is pretty impressive. I mean, the numbers that he's been putting up the last couple weeks, it's like ridiculous. Uh, So good for him for making that leap. Tonight, another excellent game, 33 points. 11 of 19, so super efficient again. 4 of 5 from 3, 7 of 7 from the line. 
And similar to what I've been saying all season long with him, he is 1,000 times better when he's driving. Uh, This is the version of Tatum that we need. The guy that's aggressive. I still think he took a little too many ill-advised shots. A lot out of a double team. Uh, But he's doing a much better job of driving to the lane, trying to draw contact. And that's what we need. Like those seven free throws, it's all free points. It's just like he's a 91% free throw shooter. Send him to the line. Give us another six, seven points a game. I'll take all of it. The Celtics need all of it. (laughs) So, yeah, overall solid, I think, offensive game. You look at the numbers, like 48% from from the field, 51% from three. 13 of 15 from the line, good percentage, didn't get to the line a ton. It was really just, you know, we had Tatum with seven, Brown with four. Uh, Then you had Time Lord and Pritchard both with two each. But, I mean, that's not a lot of free throws as a team. That was one struggle offensively. But overall, this is a a really good game. Offensive rebounds. Portland's a very, very good offensive rebounding team with Nurkic and Cantor, who we know so well. Uh, We had 10 offensive rebounds. They had three. We out-rebounded them total. Uh, we just look, we look good offensively. We look real good. They were just hitting a ton of shots and that's kind of what, what hurt us. And they got to the line a lot more 22 of 26. So nine extra points from the free throw line. We lost by 10. Do the math. It's pretty much right there. Uh, so it's tough. It's a tough loss. And it, the part that sucks even more about it is the fact that we're, losing games in the standings at this point but want to dive into some of the negatives uh we'll keep that part pretty short it's pretty much just going to be defensively but before we dive into that i want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors all right guys time for a new favorite sponsor alert venture greens nutrition venture greens nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some negatives here. So tonight, 
The thing the Celtics struggled with the most was defense. Like, there's very few defenses that can hold the Trailblazers to a respectable number. Uh, just because they're just such a talented team, or like up and down, they're deep. Like we talked about it earlier, they have one of one of the better trios, obviously outside of Brooklyn, uh, but one of the better trios in the NBA uh, with Powell, Lillard, and McCollum, like three absolute sharpshooters, uh, and they can put up points in bunches. So it's tough. Like all three of them can go one on one, which just makes it makes the whole game harder. It's not like one of them is a spot up shooter. Like they they all can shoot, but they can all put the ball to the floor and drive to the rack. So it's just a it's a really dynamic offense. And then you add in a big man like Nurkic who can stretch the floor, doesn't do it a bunch, uh, but he's a good passing big. Uh, and you just surround them with shooters. And that's a it's a solid offense. But you look tonight, one of the things the Celtics really struggled with was turnovers. Uh, 18 turnovers for the Celtics. Uh, and that absolutely hurts. 25 points off of turnovers for the Celtics. Well, for the Blazers, I guess, against our off of our turnovers. So that part is what really hurts us. And again, we've talked about it all season long. Like this isn't new, but 18 turnovers is a lot of turnovers. And we got a ton of points off turnovers. Like we were torched in that area. Uh, And it's going to, it's hard to win games. It's hard to win games when you're giving up 25 points off turnovers alone. And then you add in the fact that we were, you know, we gave up an additional nine points from the free throw line. Uh, so add those numbers up. Like that's a it's a massive difference in the game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up the negatives there. I mean it's it's tough. This is just it's a really good offensive team. Not many teams can hold them down. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's been all season long. Like the Trailblazers' biggest issue all season long, like the Celtics, has been on the defensive end. Their offense flows, and their offense a lot better now with Norm Powell. Uh, you know, at this point, Celtics need to start playing similar basketball to them because we have the guys, and I think tonight we did. Like having having Neesmith and Pritchard both being able to stroke from deep, that's a it's, it adds a completely different dynamic to this team because. We have guys that can drive, especially when Tatum's playing the way he is now. When he drives, he has pretty good court vision. Like he has the ability to go find another guy. And he's been doing that. Like his his assist numbers are still high. Still four, five, six, seven. And that's where we need him to be. Uh tonight I think Marcus did a, a great job of distributing the ball had a tough shooting night, uh, but had another good game distributing the ball before he was ejected off that bogus call. Uh, I don't even want to get into that, but you know, overall you look at the way the Celtics have played offensively, at least in the month of April, for the most part, it's been excellent offense. 
completely different. Uh, and now that we have guys like Neesmith stepping into the mix and actually hitting shots, again, he really struggled this year shooting the ball. And yes, it's very hard to get yourself in any sort of rhythm when you play five minutes and then get benched for three games. Uh, Not minutes, three games. It's hard to put yourself in any sort of rhythm, but he's, he's done it as of late. Brad's given him more time. He's stepping up to the occasion. He's shooting really well. Like, percentages, very high. You know, I'd venture to say it's probably one of the better shooting percentages on the team as of late. He's not taking a ton of shots, but he's hitting the ones that he's taking. So this is this is really what you need for the Celtics team. So at this point, it's just this is a extremely frustrating loss, solely for the fact that we just we keep falling back in the standings. And to kind of transition into standings as of right now the Celtics are in a play-in game which sucks (laughs) really really just do not want to play Milwaukee really do not want to play Milwaukee Uh, at this point it's Philly Brooklyn Milwaukee New York Knicks seven games behind in the four spot Hawks, eight games behind in the five spot. Heat, eight and a half games back in the six spot. And the Celtics, nine games back in the seven spot. And then you've got the Hornets, 11 games back. So, like, right now, this is this is anyone's game. If the season ended today, the Boston Celtics face the Washington Wizards. And that's not a matchup <laughs> that I want to see. The Wizards are hot right now. They're playing solid, solid basketball, eight and two in their last ten games. Celtics are five and five. Honestly, like the only one that's outstanding is the Knicks. They're nine and one in their last ten games. That part is it's gonna be tough to catch them. So at this point, you're kind of hoping for a five seed, which again you're hoping that we can beat the Heat, or the two games that we play them. You hope Atlanta kind of runs into a wall. Uh, but it's going to be tough. Like, there's starting to be some separation after after losses like this. You know, when the Hawks win and the Celtics lose, it's only going to spread us further apart. Uh, so at this point, the Celtics really need to figure out something defensively. One of the things that I did like tonight was the lineup with the Rain and Jays, Smart, Fournier, and Time Lord. Uh, I think defensively, that's one of our better lineups, uh, more so than with Kemba. Kemba obviously gets attacked. Having Fournier kind of step into that mix gives the Celtics, like, ultimate switchability because all of our guys can pretty much cover one through four. Fournier is obviously not as strong as a a Marcus Smart, but pretty much switch on to anybody at that point. And then Time Lord's obviously the guy that's just going to jump out of the gym and try to block people's shots. Uh, He had a a couple really solid defensive plays tonight as well. So 
This is this is the blueprint though for the Celtics. Offensively, we played a solid game. Defensively is the one area that I think Brad's still going to end up figuring out rotations as we go because at this point we're 65 games into the season still have not played a single healthy game. We've got 7 games left. It doesn't seem like Kemba is super hopeful to play next game. Uh he's got another couple days off. So maybe maybe that's not the case. And the schedule kind of plays in our favor because we have Monday and Tuesday off this week, which means Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kemba all get a little bit of rest. And honestly, so does Time Lord because he probably needs it as well. So that's where we're going to wrap up. The Celtics have their work cut out for them. We've got a lot of ground to make up in the standings. Uh Again, two of the games, two of our remaining seven are against Miami, which are going to be huge games. Like, frankly, two of the biggest games of the season for the Celtics because that right there is pretty much going to seal our fate for the playing game. So that's what we got for today. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to rate, review the podcast. Written review is much appreciated. Share with friends, and more importantly, make sure to tune in Wednesday night after the Celtics face off against the Magic. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.